Man, I'm sorry I got here late today. I went to go give blood. It's literally 2 a.m. right now. I've been yeah. waiting eight hours well, for you I to know, show up. I, 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 had, I had to go give blood, but there was a problem. Oh, they kept asking me all these weird personal questions like, where did you get this? And why is there so many? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so many. So much blood. Sorry. Oh, so much. Yeah, sorry. So much. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I fucked up my own joke. So pull down your pants and send that girl a fucking dick. If your girl's eating breakfast, boom, send a dick. Is your girl stuck in traffic? Boom, send a dick. Is she at church with her parents? Boom, send a dick. Just whip out the big dick and send that girl a dick. Anyway. Was it in a bag? Was it in... <laughs> I had it in coolers. A cooler? Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> How does no, I one... just wanted to do my part and donate. <laughs> How does one transport blood anyway? Uh, in baggies, know? like Ziploc bags. Okay. Resealable bags. Okay. That's from all the victims inside yes. the house. Yeah, in Paris. I'm trying to I'm trying to clear out space in my sex dungeon. <laughs> uh, we're, we're trying to turn that into an office. Okay, good. <laughs> something productive. Yeah, something practical. You know, moving on. With my, I got, you know, I took a big step in my life very recently, and you moved your girlfriend in. Yeah. So now the sex slaves have to leave. The sex slave has to leave. You know, because they they keep her up at night. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I've I've learned to 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 take that moaning and screaming screeching bloody murder yes and just and just use that as a lull for me to go <laughs> sleep it doesn't work and so what, much for her she's not she's not she's not very used to it yet yet so you know we it took add, a lot of years to get used to it yeah so we sat down we just had we, we sat down over brunch and we just like oh yeah we gotta move him out I was like, okay man, maybe it's time yeah and <laughs> what's odd your ex-wife you know was totally fine with it she, yeah and i thought that was something that you guys could continue building your relationship around it was her idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> originally yes, and you were against it. I mean, yeah. I remember the the hours of conversations we had. So many conversations. Like, should we do this? Should we not? And luckily, you guys prevailed. But now, I don't know. What are these sex slaves going to do? They, they their resumes are thin. I I don't know. I have their blood. That's true. I just need a place to dump it. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to episode zero two six six of the Skinny with Mike and Adam. Boy, it's going to be a juicy one today. Juicy. So much juice. Uh, wow. I can't even fathom the juice. I'm so thirsty. Flowing. <laughs> so much juice. Yeah, we've got a lot of cool topics to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what you guys thought of last week's track-by-track uh, track album. Uh, and then we got you know, just a couple of no-name bands. They're like, you know, it's like, hey, you listen to some new music if you want. You know, It's coming out. Yes, state. we should probably like make a new segment called, I don't know, hate mail or something like that. No, we'll steal it from from another podcast. Oh, okay. And I mean, we really should if we're going to do this consistently every week. We should probably Our give listeners... it its own intro yes. track okay. from Drive By Curious, mm. and 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 devote this set period well, of time. I already used the only track that we have devoted to the word mail. Uh, for another segment so what, yes. what else can we do i don't know They're, i'm sure we talk about mail somewhere else Damn or it. they talked about mail somewhere else oh in um <laughs> in in pants oh we use pantsuit kicks damn it hmm. yeah you talk about your emails hmm. maybe hmm. we have to ask them to come up with a new song Just, yeah <laughs> a new but, jingle but for now uh, let, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of our friends skinheads we, we'll call this skinheads unite skinheads unite <laughs> Skinheads a marching, uh, but, uh, but 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 first, really quick, uh, we have we have uh, there's a couple of shows that we enjoy. We we, we we hope that you enjoy as well. Shitrick says the, the Melting Pod made it onto TV. They Can did. you believe it? Actually, 
technically not the meltingpod.net is no more. Okay. Dave and whoever whoever paid for that uh, website forgot to pay the bill. Again, the servers went down. <laughs> well, that happened this time last year, yeah. and then they put out an episode in May. Yes. But whatever. They're done. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, Shit Rick says, not only did uh, a new episode come come out, they talked about Nam. That's right. Vietnam. That was a pretty awesome episode about Vietnam. Yeah, it was. I didn't know that Vietnam was actually in L.A. every sure. year. <laughs> That's kind of strange, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun episode if you're, if you're a music geek. Cody you really enjoy it. Cody was in a good mood. He was. He wasn't in his destroy everybody around me kind of mood. Yeah. And his, he talked about going his weird nihilistic <laughs> autism. But uh, but anyway, he talked about going through all of our old haunts down yes. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He went by the whiskey. Mm. Did he did he even notice that that was where the skinny and with Mike and Adam was founded? I know at the whiskey go go. Put it up in their on their billboard and every he went, night. He went to the Rainbow Room. You and I have been to the Rainbow Room. We've been to the Rainbow Room. I know. And like that's where this podcast and the meltingpod.net was born. Yes. There in the rainbow. He room. showed zero respect. But that's okay. <laughs> we're going to forgive him. But because it's a great episode. Even 10 years ago when we were jamming there, uh-huh. it was a dead scene. It was. Go to Shit <laughs> it had Rick been Says. Dead go to, for 20 years. <laughs> go to Shit Rick Says to find out how you can subscribe to the Shit Rick Says podcast. Then he ended and up on also, television if you have if you watch the the news in canada which we do all the time that's where i get all my news sources (laughs) uh mr rick wellbanks of the show shit rick shit rick wellbanks says i know was on the tv talking about the talking about how gibson's going yeah his entire episode the whole episode was just shredding (laughs) gibson guitars correct and tearing them down calling them worthless piles of crap yes and, and he used a lot then, less saucier language on the news literally two days later or so mm-hmm. well maybe a week later uh the company files for bankruptcy yes i say we 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 did that we did that melting pod even though he could easily <laughs> say like oh I, I i don't want to comment on this because i work at a well-respected music store called steve's get he gets that gibson money he gets that gibson money mm. and then how did he end up getting interviewed by ctv i don't know that but was so i was interesting i was like hoping and praying that the that the that the tv host was going to be like Right now we have Rick Welbanks of the podcast Shit Rick Says. Yes. I was like, say it, say it, and say it. Did he promote our podcast? Again, the disrespect <laughs> on Shit Rick Says podcast is very prevalent, but I, I'm willing to forgive them. But you know what's interesting? Yeah. Now, I've, I've watched you know a fair amount of news in my time. Sure. I've never seen anybody on the news where I've known pretty much everything about what their penis looks like yes and i was about like to I was, say that too like i i hope that he work was going to whip his dick out live on canadian television would have been great <laughs> i would have been so happy i would have i would have flown to he lives in toronto yeah he, i would have flown to toronto walked right up to steve's music store yes given rick 100 dollars. 100 canadian American. oh the so better it's worth dollars. So much more. <laughs> <laughs> Making Canada great again. Exactly. McCug. <laughs> uh, I just finished listening to the latest episode of uh, Ian Hates Music on my way here today. I still uh, have three more days to go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's so long. Oh it's my like God. two, half two hours. and a half hours yeah. of podcasting. I listened to I listened to like half of it at work, and then. My commute over here was like the other half, but okay. yeah, it's a great show, and they review a lot of albums uh, so today. So much. Did you uh, know that somebody from Skylar Drive was in another band? 
oh my god, I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> That's why? why we have Ian Hates Music, because uh, Ian yes. and Dave, friend of the show Dave, uh, you know, they break down all the new music that comes out uh, each week, and, they're, and, and it's like overwhelming. We like to take our time here on the Skinny with Mike and Adam. Yes, we finesse it, and they cram it down your throat for two and a half hours. Because we're also fathers with full-time jobs, and oh my god, we can't keep up with all Well, this and stuff. they recorded two episodes... Oh my god! Because yes. they lost the first one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it we don't know like, anything of what that's like. It seems like everywhere Dave goes, <laughs> we lose recordings. I'm kidding, Dave. Uh, yes. But so the, they also are being turned on by one Corey Wells. Yes. And they mentioned on the show, we don't know where you came from, Corey Wells, but we um, love your music. Again, the disrespect and... <laughs> to this skinny with Mike and Adam. <laughs> this is it's getting a little too much flagrant now. Flagrant <laughs> disrespect to the podcast. That launched Corey Wells yep. into the stratosphere <laughs> July of we 2016. Did that. Go back to July of 2016 where we interviewed him. He told us his life story after he won the Battle of the Bands and opened Taste of Chaos 2016. Mm, he opened it. And, and technically we did through proxy. Yeah. And Corey Wells' song is pretty awesome and we should probably get him back on the show one of these days. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Corey, I love you. <laughs> but uh, let's move on to uh, we have, we have we have just a just a couple uh, of, of uh, mail pieces to get to this week. So let's sing us since we don't have a, since we don't have a music intro for this. Let's sing it, Adam. I'll, I'll, I'll lead you in. Skinheads, skinheads send in mail. Skinheads love to love, love to write to the skinny with Mike and Adam. All right, we nailed it. Just like we did in rehearsal, very good. Uh, listener Daniel, again, most of these, um, a, lot, a lot of what you guys had to say this week are, are based on the album um, Crooked Vul- Crooked Shadows Shadows Steps. I was going to say Vultures Crooked Vultures. Which one is uh, that? I don't that know. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Who oh, says Crooked Vultures? Uh, by that's Dashboard that Confession. band with Dave Grohl and Jimmy Page. Oh and yeah! <laughs> like that. Why did my brain go there? Yeah, and I think the guy from Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, that guy who's in every mainstream band. That ginger guy who looks like Conan O'Brien. Yes. Yeah. Sexual assault alleged guy as oh well. But anyway, really? moving on. That band sucks. Good episode, guys. <laughs> based on the singles, I decided not to check out the new Dashboard album, and based on what, based off what I heard. Oh, is this by Daniel? Did I say that? Yes. Okay. DST. <laughs> I, I think I'll forego the album altogether. The Unless, only good so. part of Florida, if he's still in Florida. Yes. Again, we have to saw that state off. I know. We'll um, keep I've, Daniel. <laughs> I've never been a Dashboard Chris Caraba fan, aside from jamming The Moon Is Down a long time ago. Oh, dang. That's like 2000. That was before. Cuts, baby. That was before freaking Dashboard. This was when Daniel was born. Oh my god! <laughs> he came out of the womb listening to <laughs> Moon's Dance. This was his mom's favorite band. Uh, overall, I think his style just doesn't interest me. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, you know, it, it is kind of just generic, but well written acoustic rock. Alter the ending is the standout. Yeah, it always will be. Yeah, and, and and I went on to recommend that to Daniel as well. Related to music news, this week it sucked. Due to a lot like birds and Captain We're Sinking breaking up within a week. I still haven't heard Captain We're Sinking. That's the Menzingers, you know, like oh, brothers yeah. bands band. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, we still well, have the Menzingers. We still do for now. Yeah. <laughs> for now. I keep forgetting about that band. But a lot like birds. Aside from that. Senses Fail and Slaves, which I'll talk about after you guys review them, the only other album I listened to was Pianos Become the Teeth, Wait mm. for Love. 
and I listened to a few singles, and it it, it piqued my interest. Okay. If, I if feel I like I've heard of that band. It's cause... another band that I've heard of, and I've never heard any of their albums. But I it's listened hard... to some singles this past week. It's hard to forget that name. Uh, this band started off as a metal, uh, melodic hardcore band, think Touche Amore, or Early Hundredth, but has evolved into an indie post-rock band. The album flows very well and has some uh, absolutely beautiful vocal parts. Mm. The music is very reserved and airy. Uh, overall, it's a fantastic album and that I would highly recommend if you like indie rock or Midwestern emo. Because I was getting like um, some uh, New Hundredth vibe, you know, but produced really well. Like so, which is, what, is it, old or new? There's, I don't there, know. There, there's no in I'm between. I'm so confused. <laughs> there's no in between. I'm sorry. Yeah, you true. can't. You can't be on that bridge. Uh, yeah, but, but at least the singles that I heard were like you know pretty pretty atmospheric and mellow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I'll probably check that out if there's some some sort of lull. It didn't it didn't pique my interest enough to like because oh my god, it's so stacked. I'm so busy. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it didn't pique my interest enough to to be like oh I gotta listen to this right away. But I'll give okay. it a shot sometime soon. Okay. Listener Brandon goes on to say, "Bead dog, bead dog, uh, great review, my dudes. I can relate to both of you guys on this because I feel like I'm back and forth on how I feel about the new dashboard record. I went in not expecting anything special and was pleasantly surprised. And I was, as I was listening, I was super into it and I loved every song. But then I ran into a problem. Oh, I found it to be forgettable. I couldn't recall the songs that stood out to me as I was listening." Uh, still a great record, but I'm sad that I was so hyped when I listened the first time, and I can't seem to find that same spark upon more listens. Man. Can't wait to hear what you guys think about Slaves and Senses Fail, and I'll share my thoughts once you've done the review. Have a great week, fellas. Right. So it seems like they're, you know, are, and, and of course, for every one letter we get, that represents like a million people. A so million. Two million people seem to be Disagree. on the same page as, as you and I, it seems like. Um, Which it's a shame. We were super hyped on that album. I mean, this band, we, we survived without them for so long. Yes. If they decide to let it go again, we'll, we're going to be all right. Well, we, what, what are you Whoa, yearning? Oh, oh, oh. Going to be all right. <laughs> you brought it back. That's why I have them on the show, ladies that's, and gentlemen. That's the only song I remember from the album right now. It's been a week. So Yeah. But, uh, what, 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 what are you yearning more for? More Twin twin Forks or more, do you think we'd get a new... Uh, Chris Caraba, Further Seems Forever. I don't know. I mean, Further Seems Forever, they always seem to be doing something. Yes. But then you don't hear anything for a while. And uh, Twin Forks, I don't know. He's got to hook up with the girl again. Yeah, Fiddlecore. (laughs) Fiddlecore. I go more folkcore. Yeah, I guess so. But, But, you know, he's going to do what he's going to do, and people will be there to buy it. Yeah, well, despite our disappointment with uh, Crooked Vulture shadows, shadows. <laughs> but uh, but despite our disappointment with it, I, I think we'll still be more excited for whatever Chris Caraba does in the future. We'll keep on listening. Just don't do another nine-year break. I think we can only give him until he's fifty. So after next year. he's fifty, we can't listen to him anymore. That's, girl, that's high school girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's just usually where I get, I have to start giving up on yeah. musicians. Like, so I'll, I can't every, relate anymore. Every musician we love is gonna. We're, we're just going to be done with music in like it's the next couple years. Going to be dead. Oh my god! In twenty years. So let's go down to the feed because we got oh man the juiciest of juice to talk about. Now rocking your commute ain't always that easy. Roll down my tinted window so the ladies can see me. The office parking lot is crawling with ladies, and when I'm bumping Taylor Swift, they all want my baby. Adam, how do I like to start every feed? 
with an album announcement. Fuck that! Let's go with a band breakup. We're going to do a breakup first. Yes. We're going to save the album announcements to the end, baby. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, like, like uh, Daniel said in, in, in his uh, fan mail this, this, past, uh, this past week, uh, a lot like birds seemingly out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Just decided to <laughs> drop the, the bombshell on everybody on their social media. Uh, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but essentially they've <laughs> As you know, up. with A Lot Like Birds, it will go on. Yes, and they on. write way and too on. much on Facebook. So after creating the most personal album of their time, yep. pretty much everybody's, except mine, favorite of their discography. It, it seems to be growing on people. Right. I, I mean, not only, you know, because I, I just listened to it, but uh, Ian Hayes Music, they seem to find Devacy as their favorite. Yes. And I mean, Conversation the, Piece will have to be my favorite of the four, because uh, Plan B yeah. is not music, but... <laughs> <laughs> Plan B is... should have been aborted, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, what do you call it? Uh, but they, they made... They put so much time, so much effort, personal relatability. You loved it. Number one song of 2017. Number one song was for Shelley, yeah. They go on tour. Obviously, they're like doing well. And then all of a sudden, like, so guys, it's February 18th, and we're going to break <laughs> it's up It's been now. so long since our album came out. I don't get this. It, I mean, besides Corey going to Sufferer, which yeah. is now they're touring, and we're, yeah, we're going mi- to miss them at Chain Reaction because nobody likes to go to shows anymore. Oh, my God. But that's okay. So... <laughs> Except for that, I'm like, where are these other guys going? I mean, I don't, I don't see another alone album well, coming Franziano out. Michael Franziano is just going to probably do another alone. If he was going to, he would have done one by now. But isn't Michael Franziano also in like uh, ten other bands? I think he's in Hail the Sun. Or, oh my God! See exactly. Or CNVAR. <laughs> Everyone in a lot like Birds is in at least twenty other bands. I don't. They're going to be fine. I don't know if Matt Coates is there. Oh yeah, Matt, Matt Coates. My friend from the bathroom line at Starbucks. <laughs> Matt Coates. <laughs> Friend of the show, Matt I, Coates. I hate to think that somehow I'm personally responsible <laughs> for this breakup. Adam, why did you break because up a lot like birds? I know Devacy wasn't your favorite album, but you didn't have to break up the band. I don't know. He, 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 did I open the door for him, or did he open the door for me? He I opened the remember. door for you. He was very polite. I think, yeah, he was ahead of me in line. Yeah. That's what it was. Yep. And he wanted to watch you pee. He wanted, no, I wanted to watch him pee. Ayo. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> but, yeah, this doesn't make any sense except to mean that the band doesn't want to be in this project anymore well they didn't give out a lot of information it just kind of sounded like oh each of us has like other things to do or we have other plans ahead of us or personal things might be getting in the way but it's a shame because i really wanted to hear the follow-up to devacy i I thought that there was a a strong foundation there in devacy and i really wanted to see them evolve that sound and i was okay with not so technically i'm okay with this i'm just very surprised yes so whatever (laughs) Moving on. Okay. Moving I mean, on. I, I I know you are much more hurt by this than well, I am. Well, I'm not hurt. I, but like you, I, I am I am shocked, but I am really bummed that we're not going to get that uh, Devacy follow-up. Because I really suspected that it was going to be great. I think they got to do a Sufferer follow-up. I, I, I am very much looking forward to that. That well. album was recorded three years ago. Yes. So, <laughs> so it's coming out next month. They should have another one soon. Okay. So, but some, so this may sound like an old story, but I assure you it's not. Uh-oh. But uh, 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 Moose Blood has released a statement regarding... Just some... today, hot off the AP press. <sighs> For once, you heard it here first. And I read this this afternoon, and I was like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that thing that happened in March. Oh no, March no. of last year. I in, thought in it was October. 
Was it October? I, I think that was when it happened, but I have no oh, idea. It doesn't matter. But the, this is a new thing because that, that was with the drummer too. The drummer yes. was soliciting his a dick pics. Boom, he, send he was a dick pic. Sending his Makilla dick pic <laughs> to, to a, a girl, girl in church with their parents. Yes. Boom, send a dick pic. And then another girl. So this is, another, this is another. This is accusation. Uh, okay. It's a completely different person uh, accusing yes. the lead singer. That's right. Because they, they had to let the drummer go. Yeah. Because of that. And and they're like, hey, we decided due to recent allegations, we decided to part ways with our drummer, and we're going to donate some money to a battered women's shelter. To like, Dick Picks Anonymous. Dick Picks Anonymous. <laughs> so many picks. I know. <laughs> I'm sure you're receiving one. I've never got one, and that's okay. Yeah. But you want me to send you a dick? No. Pic? You sure? I'm okay, but I'm sure not it's very. Age. I think it's okay. Very hurtful to see. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm at church with my parents. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, but, this, this, these allegations now are um, so a, a woman uh, accused the lead singer of Moose Blood of stealing her nudes, stealing her nudes, and off of her own phone, you know, sending it to himself, and then he shared it with other people. Shared it content. with the band. With the band. I don't think anybody else it was just the band i know so <laughs> so i don't think we need to read the whole like well and thing. she they, they posted her twitter comments from october yes. i think so those are yes yeah, so these are these are old allegations but like finally now months later moose blood decided to because i guess people were like attacking well, them on social media probably and they got an album coming out so it's time to build the hype and time to build the hype baby like we're gonna That's fight sexual this. misconduct it's hype. false allegations <laughs> and check out our album on march <laughs> Whatever. Second, what's the name? The, the name of the album is like Poetic Justice right now. It's no, like it's I, like I received some boob pics and I'm really happy about that. Like, oh I, crap! I, I hope nobody. I this. can't take this anymore. Or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Just a friendly reminder for those of you not in the know: Moose, Moose Blood vocalist stole nudes off my phone and sent them to bands WhatsApp group. No, I so, will not shut up about this because it's because it still hasn't been addressed. Was this your Twitter response or was this the girls? The girls. Oh, I thought it was yours. Okay. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> People steal my nudes all the time. <laughs> it's not. It's not so much stealing. I'm just more giving them away. Giving them away. People keep giving them back. Though. You keep walking really up to weird. strangers. Do you want my nudes? <laughs> <laughs> would, you like, would you like a picture of my penis? So as much as I want to be like, okay, don't keep nude pictures on your phone. I gotta still. Where like, else are you gonna put them, Adam? I don't know. On the cloud. I don't, what, what does the cloud do? <laughs> The remember, cloud means you can access them from anywhere. Remember when people took Polaroids and then they put them in a shoebox and then they kept that shoebox in their closet? Yeah. That makes more sense than keeping them on your phone, right? Sure. Unless Mooseblood knows where that shoebox <laughs> is. Unless Mooseblood knows the password <laughs> to your phone. Holy shit. Mooseblood breaks into your shoebox, yeah, but this, steals your nudes. <laughs> but this is really upsetting because, you I know, know. I don't know why I'm laughing. I, I know. It's really upsetting because, like, not only does some weird shit happen with the drummer... Now the lead singer is in some heat right now, and it's like, you're making it really hard for me to get to want to enjoy your new album coming out soon. Just saying, maybe the album will put this all into perspective. Yes, and I was telling Adam earlier today. <laughs> Finally, that... we'll hear his side <laughs> of the story. <laughs> More on his side of the story next week. <laughs> but, uh, holy shit. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, we listen to Johnny Craig. I know. We do. 
sir. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be like my my fucking like scapegoat. But from what's now on. good is that they're fighting the allegations. Yes. So many bands are just like, well, this is happening, and I'm going to stay really quiet about it and hope that it goes away someday. Because it will, baby. So now they waited seven months or five months, something and, like that. And here we are. Hold on, because I happening. I really wanted to Adam stall. I'm stalling because there's just, I mean, when it comes to Moose Blood, we all know where we were when we first heard their last album, which I think was called Blush. And we were all there and we listened and we loved it. And we were like, oh man, I can't wait to see that band at self-help. And then uh, they got kicked off of self-help or quit self-help. I think that was what it was. And we got to see Night Verses instead. So Mike and I saw Night Versus. Adam, shut up! Okay. <laughs> this is what you, the Facebook community, have yes, to say do it. to Moose Blood. Moose Blood. Archer Kaw. It looks like we don't need any judges, courts, and evidence no more. The internet, the internet always knows you're guilty. It is very true. I'm the happy you guys are addressing Oh, Craig Brownlee says, I'm happy you guys are addressing it and that you are taking action to prove your innocence. Yeah. Sticking by you guys and wishing the best to my favorite band. <laughs> God, <laughs> Kareth Harding says, "You guys are you you are as done as the creep you got you got fans emulating." Guess Jesse was too busy diddling teenage girls to sue you, mentioning him every five seconds. Some punctuation would be great in there. Uh, who's, but, who's Jesse? Is that the drummer? Yes. Okay. Uh, Luca Madden, Luca Fallon Madden has to say, "It's it's been a year. Fuck off, you disgusting <laughs> nonce pricks." <laughs> Nonce pricks. I think it's an. I think it's an English slang term. Okay, I was gonna say this band is English. Yes. Where I don't know. You know, they have different rules on nudity <laughs> in England. Uh, and uh, there's there's hundreds of these, but the, uh, Ethan Williamson says uh, bands a joke now completely ruined their own careers. Whoa. So you know, well, so of course you're gonna wait get and see what happens. Let's see. Get his side of the story. Let's see what the parliaments have to say. <laughs> you know, they have to go up in front of the guy with the wig. Oh yes, <laughs> we love like, those. Oh, I didn't take those nudes. Or are you sure? Because they say here that you did. Well, I didn't. Oh, case dismissed. Oh, no. <laughs> Too low. Good album, by the way. <laughs> Blush was my jam. Was my jam of 2015. <laughs> my jam and crumpets. <laughs> Man, crumpets God, are really good. We are way. so racist. I know. Oh, my God. We're racist to everybody. Anyway, Moose so, Blood, looking forward to that album. Oh, Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just now I'm going to have it in the back of my mind. And just so you guys Brand know, new. Dave, uh, just so you know, Corey Wells also really likes Moose Blood. Yes, we did that. That's where he came from. There we go. <laughs> uh, Tillian Pearson, at Tillian Pearson. I know him. On Twitter. I've seen him from a distance on a stage. <laughs> this is what he has to say this past week. Yes. Just got the hashtag DGD9 yes. master. Yes. And I'm listening through for the first time. In a couple months, we're going to have a new Dance Game of Dance album. In a couple months. But he doesn't say it's good, it's bad, I hate it. Oh, actually, it. he does. Uh, the the immediate reply to it was uh, one word to describe it, to which Tillian res- re- responds, fat. <laughs> fat. With an F. <laughs> With an F? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense Tillian whatsoever. is autistic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, this is just breaking. Adam, my phone is Blowing, blowing up. up right now. I think somebody's at my front somebody's door. Somebody's at somebody's calling in. <laughs> oh, whoa, dude. Whoa. It's friend of the show, Dustin Kensrue. I've heard of him. Dustin, do you have something to say? You do? 
Okay, let me put you on speakerphone, and you can tell... We're in the middle of recording right now. You can tell our audience what you have to say. Hey, guys. Dustin Kenzer, the band Thrice. Twitter break. Deep in writing recording process. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. I mean, see you you in a bit? Oh, oh, he hung up. Oh, Oh, oh. wow. I've never heard him so excited in my (laughs) life. Did he get, like, trampled by all of his children? (laughs) They're like, Daddy, I need your phone back. Did did you notice, man? He he sounded so happy. He was excited. So excited. I'm excited. He's excited. I'm excited. This new thrice coming, baby. Tepe has buttoned all of his top buttons (laughs) as high as they can go. And cut off. His neck is so tight. And made sure all of his short sleeves were... We're, we're, we're well-kempt, <laughs> yes. And finally, the other two guys got off their shifts at the coffee shop. Yes. Oh, good. thank goodness. So your number one album of 2016 mm. was the last Thrice album. Yes. Whatever it was called. Everywhere is somewhere. Maybe it's over there. Maybe it's, it's over not there. over here. <laughs> it's definitely over there. And for me, it was like number eight or yeah. seven. Both so in our top tens, though. It was great. I'm Fucking looking forward to album, more. Man. But will this be the last one? Oh my god! But I guess we'll decide that another day. This is what their 18th album at this point. Is it DGD nine? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's, the, that's technically their eighth album. They they because they count the first EP as like their first oh, yeah. recording. So they there you go. they go with them there. So more thrice. And speaking of hits from the aughts, speaking of their 18th album. And hits from the odds. <laughs> I don't know why I just stared at you for a minute. Erase me. Erase us all. Woo! Is the new we? album from Under Oath. We all called it, baby. We. All, this is a false follow-up from the a little leaked news story from a couple weeks ago that we shared that they recorded this album back in September. Oh. Didn't tell anybody, and then the, and then the source was like, "Hey, be ready for an announcement coming up very soon." And that, that announcement... A source. It wasn't us. Or Ian. So, no, therefore... You heard it here seventh. <laughs> but, uh... uh so, yeah, what, so... And the consensus past, is that this is pretty... So, there's, so there's actually a... Uh, so, kind of... There's a lead-up to this. Oh, so, yes. back on, like, Tuesday... Monday or Tuesday, um, the music forums, a couple people who were, like, randomly on, like, the, Fear, the Fearless Records... Like mailing list or something, they got mailed a blank CD. Oh, was it brand just like some bubble wrap? And it wasn't brand new. It wasn't brand. It wasn't this brand time. new this time. This sexual time. allegations. <laughs> uh, and it had and it had the <laughs> URL eraseme.io or something. So people went there, and it was just a black screen with the word erase me. So if you erase it, if you erase it with your mouse, <laughs> god damn it, it's too it, involved. I know. It, it, I'm almost done. Okay, but then a countdown. Uh, shows oh. up once you erase the erase me words. And they yes. count down, counted down to um, Thursday, four o'clock Eastern. So finally, the the countdown comes down. Oh, and people were people were seeing these uh, billboards popping up in downtown L.A. Yes, with so with some dirty stone angel mm, okay. with nothing on it. Everybody in L.A. knows who Under Oath is. Exactly. So they were all so hyped by this. Everyone was so hyped. Remember when we saw them in L.A. and 14 people raised their hand when they said, who all has, who all knows who Under Oath is? Including the little girl that was <laughs> making out with her grandpa in front of us. But this, I was very uncomfortable by that. So, and then it dropped and the internet exploded. Oh, my God. If, they released a new song. If you weren't in L.A., the internet exploded. That's true. I think everybody else... Is happy about this. Except Everyone's like this country. Mm, quaint. But, quaint. Uh, <laughs> uh, they released a new song, their first new song since 2013, uh, when they because well, when they sure. released their anthology 
goodbye compilation album. They had right. two new songs on there. When they said, oh, our band only made it till 2013, guys. Oh, no. Now 2015, we're back together. Oh, we did it, everybody. <laughs> it's been so long. But this is the like somewhat original lineup from the, the good years. This is the, this is the lineup from 2004 on, but we don't, I guess they don't count disambiguation. Right, Aaron was whoever, not on disambiguation. Whoever that drummer was at the he time, he was Daniel Davidson of the band Norma Jean. Well, there you go. But the the song "On My Teeth" from their uh, from the new album, new album, first album in nine years, no, eight, eight years. Yes, 2010 was disambiguation. 2010. So, and the consensus amongst the 30 year olds and over. I've I've listened to the song like 20 times. <laughs> No joke. <laughs> I know you put on Facebook. Like, <laughs> I've only listened to a few times. It's all right. I gave it a 14 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. This, have you listened to the song? Once. What did you think? It was fine. Oh, my God. You're not helping at all. <laughs> but the, album, the like, album comes out April 6th, by the way. Very, very soon. Six weeks from today. I can't listen again. I, I listened to this because I knew of its implications sure. of the scene. Uh-huh. Me wanting to be, me being on the fringe of the scene that I am. Again, so I knew with Mike and Adam, Ian is the scene. I knew I had to listen to it. Yeah. And I was like, cool. But if it's under oath, I got to listen to everything in the context of the album. Yes. Which I feel like it's going to be so fucking good. And at least it's only what? Six weeks or so? Six weeks from out? now. Yeah. April what? April 6th. April 6th, I guess we'll be there. I'm going to give this to my daughter for her birthday. That's a good idea. Yeah. Now, we're going to see Brian Fallon on April 3rd. Correct. Will you be listening to this album that I'll whole day? I'll have my headphones on in the venue. Okay. Because we'll, we'll have gotten our press copy by then. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have a good time. <laughs> You're just going to be listening to it on repeat while Brian Fallon plays. Correct. Like, hey, Brian, can you keep it down? <laughs> the new I'm, Under Oath album. <laughs> I'm listening to real music. <laughs> Not your horse shit from Sleepwalkers. The real number one album this year. Man. So it's going to be so hard. I'm, oh. I'm very excited for you. Yeah. I'm hoping that I like this. I, 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 you know that refractory period after you come? I've heard of it, yes. I felt that way after I listened to the song a few times. Okay. If felt really good it was the release oh my spencer god spencer told you all about it during that conversation friend of the show spencer chamberlain yes because literally i always have to tell the story you talked to him for a, like a half an hour yeah and then one week later <laughs> under oath got back together we did that <laughs> i don't know like i don't know what the hell was going I, on i was wearing my ninja turtle shirt i was thinking of wearing my <laughs> under oath shirt but i thought that might upset him well, then you bought a Sleepwave shirt. Then I bought a Sleepwave shirt, and then I put which that apparently on. that band is done. Oh no, it's so sad. Oh. But Sleepwave was great. Yeah, and yeah, this is this is weird. It's like the evolution mm-hmm. of the one and a half years that they <laughs> weren't a band. So, <laughs> whoa, I can't believe all this time has gone. Yeah, by. but it like it, it really gives off like define the great line and lost in the sound of separation atmospheric vibes yes so i mean the kings have returned and they're gonna show these fucking newbies how to write a fucking atmospheric hardcore record warp tour no they they already they already released the um the um tour schedule for um this new album they're going to be overseas for most of the summer good yeah i don't want them at warp tour Okay. Not that I'm going. Like, <laughs> what the hell am I even saying? You don't want me to enjoy them at Warped Tour. I don't want to you to enjoy them at Warped Tour without Unders- me. Understood. 
Are you already into it? You, I've seen them twice. That yeah. was plenty. <laughs> yeah, you saw them plenty of times. That's fine. And it was All great. right, man. So uh, let's move on to uh, another highly anticipated album this year. The let's highest. Go on the plate. With my cock out, serve it to you on a plate, baby. Turn that ass around, shish, shake it like a shake weight. Wanna make love, wanna give it nice and slow. Gonna smack you in the face, bitch. My dick is yours to blow. Gonna chiz on the walls and make you get no? me a towel. Well, I, I mean, not the highest. Oh, okay. Right? Now it's under. Do you think it was? Now I mean, this was the most. Everything is garbage now because Underworld <laughs> really announced their new album. This was the highly anticipated album of 2017. When you said that oh, yeah. the new Census Fail album, it's I would rank. rate a 9 out of 12. Yeah, 9 out of 12. Better than 9 out of 12. Or 75%, whatever yes. that turned out to be. So we had to wait two extra months, yep. and so here we are. Here we are. If there is light, it finally found us. We're here. There's the light right there. <laughs> By Census is it, Fail. Is it weird that I can remember the name of this album? Were you not able to before? Well, it's a sentence. Usually I'm really bad at sentences. Oh, okay. Like, pull the thorns from your butt? I... I can remember that one. And the I, longest Census Fail album, Renaissance. Everything you know will slip away from you and die a miserable, fiery death crash in a car accident. That's the one. Um, and this is, if there's a light, it will find you. Correct. Oh, thank God. Yes, this, is the, this is the band's uh, proper seventh album. Uh, this is like their 11th release overall, by, uh, <laughs> something like Christ. that. So many EPs. But, That's, uh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, man. Uh, so... Um, Anticipation was high. A little bit. I mean, last time we last time we re, uh, did a track by track review of Census Fail, that went well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it became one of your top one hundred albums of all time, mainly because of the subject matter. It was down towards the bottom. It was towards the bottom. It was, it was in probably, the eighties. Yeah, it was like the the lowest of my Census Fail albums, probably. But uh, I mean, and your number two worst album of that year. I can remember vividly reviewing it on this podcast. Yeah. And the laughter. So much laughter. The laughter. <laughs> Fear. And the utter shame of, uh. of what th- this band had become after Renaissance, which was quite a quite a drop. Oh, I loved Renaissance. Renaissance. And Renaissance is great. Still, maybe. Yeah, it is my favorite. Thank- thankfully, we we learn from articles where they talk with singers when they you know they're like oh you know the last couple of albums we 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 that we don't really feel those are census fail Hot albums garbage. <laughs> And anyone who likes them should be ashamed of themselves. And if it's your favorite album, then, you know, whatever. I mean, you're wrong. You're wrong. And never come to our shows or try to talk to me on the street. So I don't understand. Okay, maybe we'll talk about that article later. That's fine. We'll (laughs) talk about that right now. But uh, let's let's just get started right now. Because he already Uh, hates the old stuff. He does. And then he hates the middle stuff. stuff. (laughs) I'm not sure which which one he likes. Buddy Nielsen just hates music, (laughs) including this track one called Double Cross. Uh, now, when they announced the uh, the uh, release date for this album, Double Cross was the song that the the accompanying single. Uh, uh, but uh, so you know, I've, I've heard the song before at least once or twice, maybe. Uh, and I remember really enjoying this song. This is this is this harkened me back to the 2008 days. This kind of gave gave me like a life is not a waiting room kind of vibe. With fewer needles, very fewer, needles. and razor blades. Yes, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, but a new type of pain. Emotional. emotional pain. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best pain of your thirties. Emotional the best pain ones because like you can hide, you can repress that deep inside of you, and it'll never hurt you ever. Right, right. <laughs> I'm sure he had plenty of emotional pain, but he yeah. let it out in physical ways. So this album is. I don't know what to make of it. Uh, is it a concept record? I think so. It's almost like. 
Like, the first few tracks are kind of like, I'm living my life and I don't give a crap. Well, this first song, is to me, I feel like it was kind of an F you to all the members of Census Fail who have quit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's very possible. Yeah. Because he's the only one left. He, there's many references of, like, I'm the last one here and like, music is the only thing I ever have. And, but later on, he does say how he can understand why they all left. Yes. Because he's a piece of shit. Because he's... And he's also, like, trapped in this perpetual cycle of creating music. Dan Trapped? Dan Trapped. <laughs> By the way, Dan Trapped recorded uh, the drums for this uh, for this record, but he's not a member of the band. Yeah, now the Color Morales drummer is Correct. the drummer. Well, that's good, because they're going to... I mean, Buddy's on a path to save more lives, so what better <laughs> than to do that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think Double Cross, Adam? I like this track a lot. Okay. It's a good opener. Cool. It, Subject matter is cool. I mean, it yeah. It, it buried, it, it finally buried. Pull the thorns from your heart. Okay, heart. heart. <laughs> we haven't said the right one. It is hard, yeah. <laughs> like the, that sound was obviously not this band. And I and I do think amongst, I, I think it's a, a very small percentage of their fan base. You know, was a, myself included enjoyed that kind of evolution into a hardcore band. Sure. I was, I was like, sure. This seems like the natural progression of where you're going, but I guess nobody else agreed. So, Buddy Nielsen's like, here, speak the truth, sure, right. and have this new Census Fail album because this is what you fucking homos like because you don't know, you don't know how to grow up, and neither do <laughs> I. But I'm stuck. So, exactly, and I need money because I have kids now. <laughs> <laughs> or kid. Uh, oh, 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 we'll God. get to there, Adam. But I like this song. Track, it's, yeah, it's a good song, good opener too. This is track two, Elevator to the Gallows. So this is the, hey, you guys like Still Searching? Because <laughs> I like this, I like that album so much. Buddy Nielsen also apparently wrote all the music for this. I guess he didn't. Like the original guitar player who hasn't been in the band in a decade now. I learned from that from the article. Oh, is that right? Yeah. No. Oh. Like he, he wrote the music, but he did all the lyrics, I guess. So, but this time he wrote all the guitar. Uh, apparently, yes. Oh, cool. He, yeah, he, 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 from the article that I read, he, he did the guitars, the bass. He did the demo stuff for the drums, and then Dan Trap came in and cleaned it up. It's and almost added, like, like the, he's the only original man, member. That's, that can't be possible. This band's been along for so long. They're, they're such close brothers. <laughs> but I like this song a lot, even though it sounds like 2006. It sounds like 2006 and 2008, that, dude. But yeah. uh, maybe that's what we need right now. Maybe, because it's not going to get too much better from here for me. So, this is a song. You left me. This is a song about his, uh, he, he, he and his, his and his wife's miscarriage. I thought that song was coming later. Or did he write several songs about miscarriage? He wrote a lot of songs about his miscarriage. The final song, the title track, <laughs> There Is Light It Will Find You, is a letter to his son that he lost. Well... That's very, very sad. And I'm glad that he also put in that article that now I'm writing about things that people in their 30s can relate to. Yes. <laughs> like miscarriages. <laughs> and being married to women who have medical problems. Yes. <laughs> MS. <laughs> MS. Oh, I'm just, uh, never mind. <laughs> We're terrible. We're horrible people. I mean, I do like the first three tracks. Okay, I will okay. give it that much. I mean, if you, if you like 2008... I I I liked the fire, the fire. Doesn't that album kind of get buried away from everything yeah, that Census Fail ever was? Yeah, there's a lot of great songs on the fire. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Track three, New Jersey makes the world takes. The song's about 
drug abuse and alcoholism and how he still sees it in his friends. And see, that was why I thought the first few tracks were just kind of like an arc of somebody who is living life badly. Dangerously. And then real life hits them. Yep. And then all of a sudden their life falls apart. Yeah, so... But if there's a light, it will find you. So, Mm -hmm. thumbs up. Yeah, so, yeah, lyrically... um, yeah, that's what this that's what this song is about. It's 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 kind of like a uh, you know thinking back of your your, your crazy youth and yes. realizing that it was such a waste of time and I sh- should have put the bottle down like a long time ago and like uh, yeah it, it it's, it, it's it, it's if you follow Buddy and Senses Fail through all these all these years you you kind of know the story already but um, do. this is kind of like his reflection on it and, and that's cool that's it's healthy. Cool. And I, it's hard to say that I like these first three songs because they sound like the old. Sure, but but they're I still think, good songs. Yeah, right? I mean the last, even the last three albums, Fire, Renaissance, and uh, Pull of Thorns. I mean, those are more of like going in a heavy direction. So and, and we've yeah. been removed from this sound long enough for him to kind of go right. back and homage it. I guess. Can homage it? I thought that's what the supergroup was supposed to be. That's what I thought too. What's the name of that band? I can't remember. Speak the truth, even if your voice shakes. Thank you. I thought that's what that was. Yeah. But whatever. I guess he probably wrote both albums around the same time, right? <laughs> I mean, they kind of released between, between like six months of each other. Right? Yeah. Um. I also have four to say, months. Didn't that come out in November? <laughs> yeah, I know it did. Yeah, four months. But uh, there's starting from here on out. There's a lot of weird, really weird cadence. That's really cringy at times. Yes. And it's really affecting my uh, enjoyment of this album. I care for very little Oh, the rest of the album. Let's move on then to uh, Green Jacket, Gold Jacket, Who Gives a Shit. And this was a single too, right? This was a, this was a music video too. How was the video? Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well said. It's Buddy Nielsen walking the streets with a bunch of youths with a bunch of millennial pieces of shit. Oh, yes. Uh, and then he's just singing. And it's a lot of slow motion walking. <laughs> slow but motion I walking. really like this song. Oh. I love this song, actually. I love its ironic this is, cynicism. This is the SJW song. It's total SJW song, but it's like... But it's like... I don't know. I love it. There's something charming about it. And go buy shit you don't eat. Because, sure like, the, the the final two words at the end of the song... Or, no, sorry. Three words, you fucking idiots. Kind of, like, really sums up what this whole song is about. It sure does. I love it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not feeling it Not feeling it. this one. Okay. I mean, the SJW stuff, you know, it could be done artistically... There is this no is, subtlety in this no, song. This is no, all just in all. your face. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like the sexuality I didn't choose. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's pretty much that. This you is know, just the natural evolution of that. And it's like by the fourth track, and, and liking the first three, I'm going to be like, well, you know, this is going to happen in this album. Sure. There's going to be something political. It's just Well, this is like that. the only political song in this record, too, which is surprising because... Buddy Nelson doesn't We're all going to die in debt. <laughs> Take a pill and make you smile. You don't have to die in debt if you pay back your debts. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but we live in a systemic... There's a systemic problem in America, Adam. I know, I know. But if you're smart, you don't have to die in debt. Not everyone's smart. I know. Like me. <laughs> like nobody, apparently. We're all fucking idiots. But, you know, I, I, I like... 
yeah, yeah, there, but there's something I feel like that's endearing about the the ironic cynicism of this song. I don't know, it gets a pass for me. I'm a 31 year old man, <laughs> and I'm still angry like a 19 year old. He's 36. No, he's 34. Oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry, I, didn't, I don't know why well, I said anyway. 31. He's 34. Okay. He's been cracking mirrors or whatever. That's Although right. later in the album, he talks about in 1980, or when he was 17, two planes crashed into no, the building. He says 17 in the, the song. Okay. But if he was born in 1984, That's wait, right. no, he says he's 18. <laughs> but if he was born in 1984, he would have been 17 in 2001. Dear God, Matt's heart hard. is exploding. Yeah. Track five. I watch a First breath. Last breath. What's this song about, Adam? Death, Mike. Oh. It's about death. So, you know, we reviewed an album a couple of weeks ago. Talked a little bit about death. A little bit. It was kind of like a perfect album. Maybe my favorite album of all time. Oh, my God. This is not that (laughs) No. (laughs) Well. I don't know how else you write a song about a miscarriage. I mean, come on. Well, this song is about the idea that um, his wife was going to die in labor. Yes. So, giving birth to their second child. How else do you write that song? Bluntly? Bluntly. I mean, he's never been, like, the subtle guy to but artistically write it. But back in, like, but even ten years ago, though, I, 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 I have to, I'm going to argue that point, because he was really good with metaphors, like, ten years ago. He's proven that he's... that might be true. Yeah. You know, when die in a sea of Novocaine and razor blades. Yes. Subtle. Not literally. Subtle. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I don't know. I, I, I don't like this song. Is the subject matter just too intense for you? I feel like it could have been done better, mm. but I don't know how. I just don't like this song. There's, yeah, there's like some weird lines here that like weren't written well. Like I like, my, my overall feelings with this album is that I really enjoy the subject matter. And I, f- and I, I like how he, you know, he's just expressing himself with these really dark taboo subjects. But this was all a f- this were, these were all first draft lyrics, and that's perhaps, a problem. Perhaps there's a there's a line here in the bridge, not this song, but I think it's another it's another song somewhere where he goes where he goes like my life, and there's a lot of weird cadence like that mm. in this album, and it's really off putting, and it really ruins the song sometimes. Mm. So I wasn't sure where you would stand on this since this is. You know, your your guru, your god of, of he sorts. Ignored, he ignored me twice and, and lied to me. I know. So I wasn't sure if that would 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 sully you a bit. Uh-huh. But I, I, I thought maybe you would like it more because well, like he I said, is the upper echelon of your <laughs> life. Well, sure. Writing about real life Novocaine. sadness issues. Yes. Yes. We, I mean, a lot, I've used a lot of, like, Senses fail songs to like help me get through some tough shit. Yeah, especially their especially their newer albums. But uh, but uh, but you know I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna speak fairly when he's, he 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 doesn't write songs well. You know. Oh, we talked through that whole song. But uh, no, track six, okay. an- ancient gods. Uh, but yeah, like like I was saying, like if if he's gonna write poor lyrics. Then I'm gonna call it out. I, it, it, okay. Fine, but I'm not gonna give him brownie points just because he's Buddy Nielsen. I've done that for seven albums. I know that's true. <laughs> so you're gonna be critical. I'm gonna be critical on this. Even and though I'm not, 
And I don't think it's nitpicky to say that some of these lyrics sound like their first drafts. Maybe he thought that's what the fans wanted because they only want him to make his old stuff. That's true. Well, <clears throat> like I, people like, like he had the to old put stuff. It, oh, go ahead. He had to put himself in the mind of a 19-year-old again. <laughs> sure. Right? I guess. <laughs> like, what would a 19-year-old want me to say? <laughs> oh, I know. I'll talk about dead children. And dead wives. Dead wives. See, this is eyes. Like, he couldn't have sung that better? He couldn't have written that line better? To make a, it fit? It's a poor chorus. It is. It's It's fine. It's, it sounds like some, this, is, this sounds like a filler track off of uh, the fire. Survive. Why does he keep doing that? Because it's a hook. <laughs> it's not hooky. Because the fans are like survive. Survive. Like a better a better songwriter would have, I think, done that a lot easier. Like, why is it that Brian Fallon can say anything he wants and not make? And, write words that aren't supposed to fit in a song but he makes it fit in a song I don't know There's Sleepwalkers some... has ruined me <laughs> it really has <laughs> I just listened to it yesterday oh my god you broke your two... you, you relapsed no, I had to okay I went a week without it that's true and I listened to it twice this week <laughs> and so it's your best uh, best album you've ever listened to of course okay good <laughs> how could anything be better except for tiny moving parts right now <laughs> I guess so <laughs> but yeah. like I yeah I know what you mean it's a very kind of just ho-hum chorus. It's whatever. Uh, track seven is, Is It Gonna Be The Year? And uh, this is a song that kind of reflects back again to the pain and suffering he went through. It's bounced back, the new struggles that he goes through, and him kind of questioning whether or not he still wants to do this going forward. This is, so I guess this, this might be the last Census Fail album, apparently. I didn't go to college and I don't own a house. Because he doesn't want to die in debt. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> he needs life insurance but can't pay his rent. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die in the back of a fucking van. <laughs> so at least he's still wanting to die. I guess that's a good thing. Twelve years ago, he wanted to die like Jim Morrison, oh. a fucking rock star. Yes. I want to die like God on the cover of Time, just a blink, and it's gone, so baby, pour some pain in my glass. Something like that. Yep. So, now you saw him in 2006, and he mentions a little later on that that's that anxious boy from 2006 has been buried in a shallow ditch now are you okay with that that is fine man okay the person who he was was a piece of shit who who hurt people who hurt himself and hurt his family you know? I know and his fine. fans didn't he like his put all you guys down like you all a bunch of idiots for like sense his family right no he I, he he means it more like the, the fucking just like in every show, there's those stupid fans that go who just want to hear three songs. Yes. It's like, oh, I, I heard that when I was 12. Yes. Here's $37. <laughs> oh, did you know that we have a new album coming out? We've had six albums since you've listened to those songs? Yes. Fucking we, idiots. We met all the fans at Taste of Chaos. <laughs> they don't fuck like, with them. They used to be good. <laughs> yep. Uh, what did you think of this song? Nope. Nope. Can't of course do it. it's pretty good. Is it gonna be the year that kills me? No? No, I can't I can't do it. 
It's a little cringy, isn't it's it? A, it's a little cringy. Yeah. It's almost. Eight. It's like, almost like he wanted them to go to a completely different direction from yeah. the last album, but not go backwards. Like I was kind of expecting that. You were expecting like a pole of thorns. Well, like like an evolution of that. Okay. And I I don't I didn't need this band to go back to be 2006. Yeah, maybe like one or two songs that sound like Still Searching, which is fine. Yeah. Would be fine, but like. No, I don't know. I don't know what I want from Census Fan. Neither do I. I want good Hal Holmes, but uh, what's the name of the song? It's really long. You get so alone at time that it just makes sense. What does it? <laughs> it. <laughs> the drum work is great, though. I, I'm, oh. I'm glad we got some Dan Trap back. That worked. Hey, hey, my, my, my life sucked. Another kind of filler song to me. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing much to say about it, a couple of these it, songs. Does it feel like a first album kind of thing? Like if this was this band's first album, you'd be like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, if this was like some New Jersey pop punk band Mm -hmm. that didn't know how to write songs, but really put their heart on their sleeve and, Mm -hmm. again, talk about this dark and, you know, dark subject matter, I'm like, wow, this this band's going somewhere. Maybe. This is Census Fail's eighth album. Right. And usually when you're 34, you can't, (laughs) can't, it's your first album. (laughs) There's a problem. Yeah. So, fucking band. Okay, sure, but like, yeah. He's still it's neurotic as shit. Franz from Attila still hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a buddy, Nielsen. <laughs> uh, I was gonna, I was, I was, I was thinking of talking about that song on the show today, but no, no, we don't need to talk about. No, we should Attila. never talk about Attila. They're <laughs> a waste of space. <laughs> Orlando in a miscarriage. Track 10. An interesting title. Yeah. What's it about? Probably Florida. <laughs> I think I like this song, though. Yeah? It's pretty heavy. <laughs> right? I think so. That's a pretty good verse. And I can dig this chorus. Sure. I do like the first half of the album a lot better than the second half, though. I really, really dig the, the, the final track, though. Yes. The final, final track, track is, is great. great. Yeah. I cannot deny that and by great I mean it kind of saves a very mediocre album yeah <laughs> where you're just like oh good a song that I can kind of get into <laughs> yeah oh man oh man but yeah this song is this song's pretty decent mm-hmm. yeah life I guess had other plans it's like the the good old stuff there's nothing like original about it at all no but it's the good old stuff yeah that you're like cool thanks let's, let's throw that in there I really hope there's another Census Fail album in the future that they do something completely different. I don't know. Don't do a hardcore album. Don't do this again. Just do something interesting. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I think that this is the best we can hope for at this point. He's you like, so? I'm giving you something. Just like it. And shut the fuck up. I don't think the music is the problem, though. I think the, I know. again, the, the problem is, for, this is track 10, Shaking Hands. Uh, but the, to me, the problem is the weird cadence. And he's just trying to write what's on his mind the way he did when he was a child. Yes. And this is where he's at. But back then, but w- 
he just he spoke his mind. He might have been a little fucked up young kid, right? But he spoke his mind. But he also he took the time to make sure that these songs sounded good and that the lyrics fit the music and that there aren't any weird tie-yimes. <laughs> tie-yimes. Signature changes. Exactly. Yes. Right. The song's boring. The song is kind of boring. <laughs> Again, it, it sucks that we say so like that because like it's really heavy. It's talking about... It's talking about... Death again. Stay age. Stay age. I bet if you go back in old albums, you can hear him do that a lot. Right? Oh God! Now I'm just gonna find it everywhere. Now it's gonna ruin my, some of my favorite albums. I'm moving on from the pain. I mean, it's nothing that I want to re-listen to. You know, <laughs> that's that's the other hard part too, where it's like. That's kind of how we judge albums. Like, do I want to listen to this again? Yes. Nope. Sleepwalkers, Brian Fallon, <laughs> ruined every album here on now. So did Tiny Moving Parts. I really oh, wanted to so start moving backwards with that band, too. Yeah, I know, right? Especially since it was DSD's favorite, one of his favorites from 2016-ish. Oh, wait a second. A previous album. Uh, moving on. Almost done here. Uh, I Day What You Are. This 11. song is only... A song that Buddy Nielsen will like. Eleven? Yeah. This song is purely written for him, nostalgia core for him and his wife. Yes. This song is not good any other way. Dustin Kenzer writes a 30-minute love letters to his wife, and we love it. I liked 70% of that album. (laughs) Sure. This would have been one of the songs I didn't like. So, what do you think of it? I mean, it's like, I get it. love songs. I get it. It's, this, this album's not littered with it. I, I mean, I, I get it. And, and one of the songs he, he, in his fantasy, kills her. <laughs> She's dead in one of these songs. He can write a love song if he wanted to. I know, but it's. I I I. It's a ditty. This is purely a, a, just for him. Yeah, I guess so. Like he wrote this but song. We write albums for ourselves, in, Adam. In Thirty minutes. <laughs> because he was like, I want my wife to like this song. Sure. I don't care if anybody else likes it, and unfortunately, I don't like it. Right? It's fine. To me, it's fine. And and I'm a sucker for love songs. I love cheesy And how love many songs. people out there are going to catch that reference to what he's talking about? Stay what you are will always be our eulogy. Do you, I mean, he didn't even pick, like, a good Saves the Day album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Sure, yeah. That album, when I listened to that band, it was just like... Moving on. Pink hair. Chris <laughs> Connolly, you piece of shit. Like, that is such, like, not anything, not even that band anymore. Well, you, Buddy Nielsen really loves Saves the Day. I Saves know. The Day and that fun. was his first date with his wife was going to see Saves the Day Apparently. on that tour. So you're right, yeah, it is just... This is song purely is for him, because nobody likes Stay What You Are. <laughs> no, Nobody who well, likes Saves the Day, two people though. do. They can, sure. And maybe the 30 other people that were in the crowd that night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, it's fine. So many better Saves the Day albums. Yeah. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox about (laughs) Saves the Day. (laughs) You took them down a peg. You got them, Adam. High five. God. Yeah, make a new album. It's been five years. (laughs) So let's move on then to, uh, so we don't have to listen to the bridge where he talks about Save My Life. (laughs) It's a lot of I literally got like chills down my spine because of how cringy that line was. Now let's count how many times he uses that cadence in this song. 
Since we both like this song. Track 12, if there is light, six, it will find you. Six minutes. Six minutes long. But this song is good. It do, You don't feel its length. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's a good closer. I think it bookends really well with uh, Double Cross. The song is about his dead son. I don't think you have to anymore. It's sad. <laughs> or is he talking about his alive child? Yeah. Well, there is there is reference, I think, in the chorus, I think, to... Um, well, that's what the the line of There is Light, I Hope It Finds You, is just, if there is some sort of afterlife, if there is some sort of God or spirits out there, I hope that you make your peace and find your way to them. God damn it. See, this is the right way to do it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I know you can do it, buddy. He's, he's but, proven it, like, you know, at least six albums. I know. Maybe he's just an EP guy at this point. Oh, right. Actually, the last EP they wrote, the first song was for his wife, and that was great. Yeah, the EP was great. Yeah. So maybe just release EPs. <laughs> there we go. We don't need the filler stuff anymore, right? Just write, re- release more uh, split EPs and come out and write more Man Overboard covers. Yeah, one minute and 47 seconds. Man Overboard covers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the best songs of the year. Best in the biz, Adam. It was great. Adam, what did you think? There is light. Did, did it find you? Did the light find you nope. in this album? This, I mean, Do you I, remain in darkness? I almost wish you had brought your bet over from 2017. Damn. I know, you would have got that point, baby. It's it's a five at best. Five out of 12. 11. At, oh, 11? That's 12, bud. There's 12 tracks? 12 tracks. Look at where I am on this. <laughs> I could have swore there's only 11 tracks. Oh, my God. So it, it, it'll be an honorable mention, but it'll be towards the bottom. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, we shouldn't be talking this way about a sense of spell. I know. I was kind of thinking that you were going to like it more. And I, I was worried I about like, that. Because I think I do like it more than you. So I, I, like I said, I, so again, I, I really enjoy the subject matter. I think it's really bold. Dare I use the word brave of Buddy to talk about this stuff that's been on his mind, that stuff that's been troubling him for a while, and th- th- that's great. That's what art should. That's what art should be. You should be able to express your pain in a healthy way through music and through whatever. It's but, the right uh, album for him, correct? But I don't think it's transitioning to yes. the fans. I, I think if he just focused on the songwriting a little bit more. He could have even kept all the same words, but just kept just focused on the same, just focus on the songwriting and make it a little bit more cohesive with the music. I feel like we would have had a really good throwback record. So the child that still lives is that the, she's very cute. Is that was that the older one or the younger one? Second one. The second one. Yeah, the first son. The first one. So first son unfortunately didn't make it. So, he's writing music for people in their 30s. Who think it's 2006. <laughs> Who have to deal with miscarriages and whatnot. Yep. But then again, lots of people in their 20s deal with miscarriages. I guess so. If you want to learn more about that, check out Taste of Chaos interview of The Skinny with Mike and Adam. Oh episode my god. 200 featuring yeah. Corey Wells. Oh my god. He will tell you a story. And it, it will made, make you want to die. Maybe cry. So he can write the saddest songs ever, and that's totally fine with me. Let's go ahead and end this song here because it's gonna this al- this episode will be 
three hours long. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty bummed that I didn't like this as much as I thought I was going to like yeah. it. Yeah. But um, it is what it is. And uh, sure, maybe. Sure. Better luck next time. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't think there's going to be a next time. I think Buddy's on his way out now. That's okay. Yeah. We can move on. I'm sure in his mind he thinks he had, you know he, he ended on a on a high note. Yes, and he's going to go on tour, and all the fans will be there. And yeah, and he's going to sing "Calling All Cars," and and he'll he'll do his spin roundhouse kicks Whee! and everything, and throw the microphone and catch the microphone. <laughs> yep. And, but he'll I I have a feeling he'll keep going. It might be a couple like more years until the next album. Oh, so maybe like four to five years. He's going to fade away instead of burn out. As long as he doesn't. Do what some other famous lead singers with addiction histories do when they get into their 50s or any, 40s. Any random examples off the top of your head? I had a couple, but we don't need to talk about that <laughs> okay. right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, so kind of uh, un- unfortunate uh, un- un- unfortunate opinions on our end. Uh, what did Dave and Ian think? I haven't gotten to that part of the podcast oh, yet. Oh, you didn't? No. Should I spoil it? Sure. They love it. Oh. So it's one of their favorite uh, releases this year so far. Same with Slaves. Man, they spent literally 20 minutes talking about the Slaves album. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, was fine, but I, I've only listened to it four times. I, don't, I haven't developed an opinion of it yet. Well, we've got like a stacked next couple of weeks coming up. So maybe we'll, I, don't, I, don't, well, I guess I'll talk to you more about this off air of what we, what we want to do for next week's episode. If you want to do Slaves. Or, slaves. You want to do Slaves? Slaves. Let's do Slaves. Slaves. Doing, okay, we don't need to talk about it. Don't Slaves. <laughs> I'm listening. Because uh, we also have an interview that we might want to do as well. Yes. The 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 band that we spoke of that had fewer likes than us. <laughs> we, They're steadily climbing, though. They were super awesome and got in contact with us. So yeah. we'll, we'll figure out something around they that. They gave us a shout-out, too. So and, 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 and then I saw the analytics, and that gave us a little bit of a, little bit of a jump. And that was really cool. Hey, 70 fans can't be wrong. Damn right, baby. Damn right. <laughs> but maybe that band will continue to grow Hopefully. after. Do we want, we could talk about them, right? Yeah, they're called the Horizon Line. The Horizon Line. <laughs> yeah, I talked about them a couple of weeks ago. There, I, I, I gave them a nice little sound off. Oh, let's go to sound off. That's my story, man. I went on to become the most famous rapper in the entire world. I've killed many people to get here. Oh, shit. I pro- Oh, hold on, I probably shouldn't have said that part right there. Hey, hey, yo, hey, can we delete that part about me killing a motherfucker? No, no, the other one, man. Dude, I can't go to jail again. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, we, I talked about them on our sound off a couple of weeks ago, and I really loved their uh, their, their debut album, Survivors. And so, uh, I just randomly kind of, like, I was I was suggested that uh, their music on Spotify, I think it was, because I was, I was just randomly going through spotify because i made one for the skinny page so yeah from now on anytime i make a list or something for the show it's going to go through spotify it's a lot easier and then like spotify's like hey you might like this and i did it was great i loved it so they got in contact with us we'll hopefully be talking to them and in the meantime all you skinheads out there you go out and check out the horizon line let us know what you think yes if you go to the uh i know they spell it weird because like you know they get rid of the vowels or something, but just look up the Horizon Line for on on Bandcamp. They're giving away their album for free. For pay what free. you want. Honestly. Just do it. It's but great. make I, sure it's probably a dollar or zero dollars if you want to donate something. Not fifty cents. Yes, we've tried that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know why we know that. But We're we... fucking cheapskates over here at the Skinny of Mike Adam. But uh, I've got a couple of albums I want to review. 
on my sound on my sound off. Can you click over to my recents and I'm remind sure me again will. what I'm listening to? <laughs> okay, well, while I'm doing this, I want to talk a little bit about some al- a couple of albums, uh, two out of three albums that we were recommended by our listener Adam from Saskatchewan. Ah, the the guy who was really into. Heartland, Heartland Punk. Punk. Yes. yes. Re- I just started the Sammy K album. Oh, really? I will, I will be done with it by next week. Okay. But did then, you listen to it? I, I did. I listened right. to both the Untitled album by Sammy K and He's, David House's Bury Me in Philly. I was going to start that one the following week. The following week. week. Okay. Well, so yeah. I, this is apparently Sammy K's third album? I think so. When I looked at yes. his band camp, he has two previous albums from like 2014. Yes, and very little information on, on on both of these artists. But, but there's uh, a lot of people out there who make music who are named Sammy K. So be careful. Weirdly with that. enough, yes. <laughs> One just like is, Corey Wells is not the lead singer of Three, three Dog Night. Three Dog Night. Yeah. <laughs> so Sammy K, it's not the the big band leader from the 40s. Yeah. I think he has an E on the end of his name. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And it's not the 14 year old girl from Canada. Oh. I found okay. her. Okay, she was that, adorable, cause, but cause that album's great. <laughs> she was adorable, but it wasn't the Heartland Punk, raspy voiced guy that I was hoping to, exactly. to, to learn more about. Uh, first off, though, talk a little bit about the, the David House album "Bury Me in Philly." It's my first, uh, ex- my first exposure to actually both of these artists. They, okay. again, they're recommended. I I liked it a lot. The sound, the 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 um, songwriting is really cool. Songwriting is really groovy. You get, of course, there's going to be the the obvious kind of. Uh, um, Comparison to, to to Brian Fallon, a little bit of a gaslight anthem, but uh, that that's that's unavoidable at this point. I think yes, Brian I'm kind sure of he's popularized influenced a couple of people out yeah, there. Yeah, Brian kind of popularized that style of uh, of uh, Americana punk. So, how many albums does David? What I, I forgot. I'm David sorry. House. David House. H A U S E. Yeah, I, I forgot. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but but I, I really enjoyed it though. I, you know, it's it's oh, excuse me. Uh, it's, it's, it's something I think I'm going to re revisit a, a bunch. Um, is it from I, last year? It was, they were both from last year. Yeah. These, okay. these were these. And then there was another album songbook by somebody else. I'm sorry. I don't I forget the name. Of it. I have it like written down somewhere. So sad. So sad. I know. But, uh, but I, I feel like I'm going to be re- re- revisiting both of these albums really, um, yeah, you know, you, you you listen to Sammy K? Well, I've only heard it like four times now, and I'm it's 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 fair. It's digging. It's digging. It's short. Yeah, I always like short. Brisk is good. Ten for some reason, there's a lot of ten track albums I'm listening to these days. I don't That's know why, true. Yeah. but I'll I'll take it. Well, um, all these people we listen to are are single fathers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, full time so jobs. I look forward to hearing more. Yeah, I really like these uh, recommendations, and and, and and I'm grooving on it, and and. It's it's growing on me, so I think I'm going to be giving it a few more spins. And we also need to find out who's opening for Brian Fallon. Oh, that's right. Huh? Um, and listen to that person. Okay. As far as I could tell, the person I forgot his name, but he has one album. Okay. So Good. We probably check that out. Take a deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what did you? What else did you review this? Well, week? I only remember what I'm listening to right now, which is Slaves and the Plot in You. The Plop in You. And Sammy K. Okay. Who else am I listening to? <laughs> That's it. Uh, is that is that all we got? Did you I haven't the Mike Shinoda post traumatic EP? Nope. That'll be next week. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's it. it. That's yeah. all I got. Okay. So what is all what's right. your well, thoughts on the plop in you? Disposed? Well, no, I'll, I'm only four listens into that one oh, too. So. so you've only listened to Census Fail this week. Yes. So oh. yeah, plot in you. Interesting. I. 
don't know what to make of it yet. I don't okay. know if you've listened. No, you're not listening to it. I have, no, I, I'm waiting on your opinion. Okay. There we, we'll it's it not out. what they once were. But In a good way? They're, they're definitely evolving away from the hardcore sound. Yes. But they're still core. murder core. Murder core. Yes. But they're still... Wife beater core. They're still staying with it a little bit. Not not on the murder oh. core, wife beater core. Oh. Just more like they're staying in the hardcore vein. So but like it's atmospheric hardcore? Atmospheric hardcore, uh-huh. yes. So I, I can't really say if I enjoy it yet, but okay. I'll, I'll have a more well-rounded view okay. next time around. All right. Well, sounds good. So what do you listen... So you're going to so have a full slaves, review of that next week. Plot do slaves together. And, and what? The skinheads demand more slaves. <laughs> That's right. Oh, keep on marching, skinheads. <laughs> keep on marching. We're going to get our slaves next week. But, yes. uh, yeah, sounds good to me then. So, yeah, tune in and next we week for gotta, our... We've got to give a big shout-out to Christine. Our English friend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she who, saw uh, Brian Brian Fallon over, she, over in the UK. She was posting on our skinny page <laughs> at the Brian Fallon show. Yes, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. Yeah. This week, which was weird because it was like twelve o'clock noon, and she was like, "I'm at the Brian Fallon show," and like it's twelve o'clock noon. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh it must be nine o'clock." They're like, there they're they're way ahead of us <laughs> in time. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like three weeks. It's like three weeks ago over there. I was getting ready to have a very terrible afternoon at work, and I was like, I want to be at a Brian Fallon show right now. <laughs> You're going to have such a better next five hours than I'm going to have. Oh, poo. Well, I guess probably an hour and a half, but still. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome to hear from her. I didn't know she was still a fan. We haven't heard from her. Yes. She's been from back in the Podbender days. That's true, yeah. She was a big fan of all of our podcasts. And yeah. Big, yeah, OG Podbender. OGs. And Man. also a big Brian Fallon fan. We had no idea. Yeah. But well, go for it. We did that. We did that. I, I will assume take, yes. I'm going to take credit for that one. <laughs> awesome. Okay. She did say she was going to try to kidnap him, so she wasn't sure if he would make it to the show. We're well, going to see him in we April. We already bought our tickets, so please don't do that. Please I really don't. want to see that show. I didn't hear anything about him being kidnapped okay. on Wednesday. They keep it on the down, though, just to make sure. Maybe. They don't want to cause a panic. Okay. So we'll, we'll bring you more about that later yeah so we got we got we've already got like a lot of stuff planned for the next few weeks of the skinny and if we run out of things then we should just review sleepwalkers again again (laughs) yeah the more you listen listen to to it it in reverse this time the more you listen to it the more you hear things that you want to talk about don't you well that's what their sound off is for baby if there's anything else that you want to talk about that's all i got right now sounds good the joel McHale show with joel McHale is on netflix Joel McHale is They basically still brought the soup to Netflix, and it's called The Joe McHale Show with Joe McHale. And it's awesome. See, it's just him in front of a green screen yep. talking about the Kardashians? Yep. Why? It's awesome. And now it's like Netflix-based, so he does all sorts of like Netflix oh, things. Oh, you get it? Stranger he went into the things. Upside Down, and Paul Reiser was there. Oh, cool. And Mankini was there? Mankini was there. Man, what, but he, but, but Mankini? first of all, Mankini has gained like 100 pounds, and oh he's my huge. God. <laughs> but he said here in the, in the what's it called? In the, the Upside Down, yeah. I'm called One Piece Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he was wearing a One Piece, and it was awesome. <laughs> okay, anyway, cool. Just watch it. It's not that bad. It's like It's like a 30-minute show. Joel McHale it's hilarious. my nerves. It's hilarious. Okay, I trust you. You love sarcastic humor. I do, but written like, by forty year olds. Come do, on. But like how many times how many times is, on a scale from one there to was Bruce zero, Jenner? Zero Kardashians were discussed. Are you sure? 
Zero. Every time I see Joel McHale, I think of the Kardashians, and that's a problem. He talked about love and hip-hop, colon, whatever city they're in. Oh. Like that show, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. All these shows I've never even heard of, which is great. Did he talk about Marvel's Defenders? No. I saw that on Netflix. How was it? It's fine. (laughs) How was your Black Panther party? Oh, I had a fight at Black Panther Party. You had it a fight great, there? It was great, dude. It was oh. great. Yeah, okay. great movie. I love the setting. Setting's great. Right. Oh, my God, that little girl's naked. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that means it's time to end this week's this show. This is not a Moose Blood <laughs> reunion show. Oh, my God, so many allegations. <laughs> if we have an episode next week, we'll be there. Oh, Just God. For the, my co-host, Adam, I am your co-host, Mike. This is the first podcast to ever feature a naked four-year-old. <laughs> Do you want to say something? <laughs> She ran away. Okay. (laughs)